0: the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, KB Creatives. I'm Stephen Kenyon. So glad you could join us. It's time for another adventure of Manifesting Abundance. Email address is kineticleave at stephencanyon.com. stephencanyon.com is the website. Have you ever known of anyone that seems to have it all together while everybody else just seems to be losing it? What is that? Is it just a good attitude? Well, I think you're going to be amazed today as together we take a journey into the presence of peace. Hello, Miss Maggie. Hello,
1: Stephen. Speaking
0: of the presence of peace, (laughs) there you are. Hello. In all your glory.
1: Oh, thank you. How are you? I'm jazzed. I'm amped. I'm energized.
0: Yeah, supersized, energized.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to speak that I'm (laughs) supersized.
0: Energized. (laughs) You know, in in your energy, right?
1: In my energy, yes. Yeah. As 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 a lady, I'm like, let's make that... (laughs)
0: <laughs> let's, let's 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 be offended let's
1: clarify no <laughs> no i'm like let's clarify this physically i'm not super sized. Yeah. just energetically
0: quick question for you okay what is your favorite movie of all time
1: mm. oh my goodness like, one of you only get genre, one yeah. all genres
0: everything all of it combined
1: oh well i always think you know okay what movie could i watch over and over and over again and not get tired of it. That's sort of how I categorize mm. it. And mm-hmm. that would be Pride and Prejudice uh, with Keira Knightley, yeah. that version. Yes, yeah. I could watch that every day for the rest Why? of my life. Why? What is it about Pride and Prejudice? There's something so comforting about it. I don't know. It just makes me feel cozy and happy and... Uh, there's just something wonderful. I like the dresses, the setting, the mm. videography in that mm-hmm. is beautiful. The The music is beautiful. The it's, acting is, is it great. A, it's not a
0: musical, is it?
1: No, but the, the score, the movie score is it's mm. Mm.
0: Actually, I know that it's not a musical. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about, no, it's not a musical, Steve.
1: That probably would be a good musical. But it's, it
0: does have great uh, uh, the score, yeah. score in it, doesn't it? Yeah, that soundtrack one
1: specifically. Yeah, it it really does. Just we mm. saw it
0: live in the theater.
1: We did see the the stage version in of it,
0: uh, Colorado, which was right? so
1: good. Yes, it was mm. it was awesome. Uniquely they did it in done. the round. Yeah. So the, the the theater was in the round, and it was just it was at the university there. But they did a fantastic job. And they,
0: the props—they only used a few chairs, and they pulled the whole thing off. That was they wonderful. took you imaginatively into that space.
1: Yes, they really. Did. And I like I like the dialogue from that time. Um, I just think it's kind of sweet.
0: Well why don't we watch it tonight? Okay, do you want to? Yes now little, I do <laughs> a little escapism, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing.
0: You mentioned watching the sound of music again soon.
1: Well, you know, it was the strangest thing. I realized I was laying in bed last night at like I just woke up at two in the morning thinking, oh, I haven't watched the sound of music as an adult.
0: Get out.
1: Yeah, I've only you know the last time I watched it I was probably twelve and you know I have to say though, I wore it out as a child. I mean, I, I probably still have not memorized because I watched it so much, but I just I haven't seen it as an adult, and I think that would be really cool.
0: I think that's an interesting concept. A movie, anything really changes as we develop and mature oh, yeah. and grow, so obviously your perspective watching well, yeah. The Sound of Music is going to be different now.
1: Well, it was funny because what made me think of it was how when I was – you know, a, a kid watching it, I would always want to fast forward through like the kissy stuff. you know like they're gonna kiss this is boring
0: no i'm fast forwarding (laughs) to the kissy stuff right
1: yeah (laughs) i just like the children dancing and singing and so i I was like oh gosh they're kissing again i just i was thinking how funny it would be to watch it now and enjoy
0: but you are 16 going
1: on that one you like that scene i did like that scene yeah that's a good scene Mm.
0: we'll have to watch that too yes maybe not tonight
1: no we need multiple movies. that's a
0: long movie isn't it is that a lot? Does it have like an intermission? It in does.
1: It? It's three hours, has an intermission. But I have Another to say, though, it's one. never felt long. I've mm. never, you know, when I was watching it, but I was fast forwarding through parts of
0: it. So <laughs> that's, it's only like it 20 was, minutes long. Yeah,
1: quite <laughs> a movie. Oh, man. Well, okay. Well, what's your well, favorite movie?
0: Oh, boy. Well, you know, I guess I deserve having it turned around on me. That's a, that is a great question. And I have to say, in thinking about my favorite movie, I'd probably have to, I don't know what that would be. It would it would be different if I chose it, whatever it is, to watch tonight, as uh, compared to when I liked it when it was out. Does that make sense? You overanalyze I think, what? No
1: way. I th- well,
0: because when I okay, I, when I watched The Wizard of Oz, for example, mm, and the first time I saw it, I think I was maybe five years old, six years old, something like that. Yeah. And it was so freaking good to my little soul and my, my <laughs> imagination. I mean, I was so swept away by the characters mm. in The Wizard of Oz that it had such a powerful impact on me at that age then that probably, if you measured it on the Richter scale of emotions, that would, <laughs> that would still be my favorite movie in the way that I reacted to it at the age mm. of six.
1: Almost like a nostalgic
0: Probably. But it wouldn't, be my, it wouldn't be my first choice to watch tonight, but, What's you know, tonight? in the span of, I don't... Uh, I mean, not tonight, tonight but now. Pride like, and Prejudice. How's really? <laughs> Why? Because it's yours, and I would enjoy like, it through you. That's what
1: you do in a restaurant when we go out to eat, and I order, and you just, every time you say, oh, yeah, I'll have the same thing.
0: It makes it easy, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, All the pressure. Just, just, just an interesting question. I thought yeah, I'd throw it out I love, there.
1: I love this interesting. question. Yeah. Well,
0: today, let's talk about the presence of peace. Okay. okay. Powerful yeah. thing to discuss. Mm, and You know, it's yes. a short phrase. Presence of peace. I mean, it's, you can say it pretty quick. But the truth is, is as as spiritual as that might even sound, it's not worth repeating if the presence of peace is not a reality in our lives. Right. If yes. it's missing. You know, the idea of peace, the promise of peace, peace itself, it doesn't mean anything when our stomachs are in knots, does it? Maybe unpaid bills or when we're anxious about the election next week or viruses or whatever it might be. The Mm -hmm. idea of peace is just a cliche when our conscious thoughts are wrecked Mm -hmm. with, I don't know, troubled imaginations and our lives are just sort of spinning out of control as a result of that. In order for the reality of peace to have any kind of real meaning, somehow the substance of peace for the mind and body and soul has got to become real in our own lives, I mean, we have to be aware of its presence. you got to know that it's there. We have to have experiential knowledge regarding the overwhelming presence of perfect peace. Mm, Wow.
1: Um, So how does that, what you're talking about, present peace happen? I know you're going to to tell us, but I just love the idea that Peace is actually something that can actually become real in our lives that we can manifest.
0: How does present peace actually happen to us? Great yeah. question. I mean, that's a good way to put it too. I mean, do we just begin believing for peace and start being grateful for peace to show up in our lives? You know, the gratitude.
1: Sounds good. Uh,
0: attitude, or do we, do we start getting rid of anything and everything in our lives that doesn't represent peace to us? Mm. I mean, there are those who will believe that if they can just get rid of the dog, if they can just get rid of the houseplants, if they can get rid of the kids, the husband, the wife, and the rest of the family, quit their job, disconnect all the utilities, and just go stand in a field somewhere, they'll finally have peace. (laughs) Now, <laughs>
1: I'm just laughing, thinking, how do I throw myself out? <laughs> <You> no, <know? laughs>
0: just, everything's gone. Well, you know, as tempting as some of that may even sound, no, that is not the answer. None of those things or the lack thereof of those things defines real peace. The creative truth is the substance of peace already exists. Peace is actually tangible I mean, it's not a state of attitude. It's a state of being within existence. When we align with the substance of what we call peace, the properties of the substance becomes us, transforming us into this place of existence. Peace was created in the exact same moment that all of us were, that everything in the universe was created. Peace is one of those elements. And it's an accessible space which may be attracted by an enlightened desire for peace. We each came into this world already established within the substance of peace. It's part of our nature. And when I say substance, I'm referring to the actual substance that is peace. Belief has substance. Thought has substance. There is a quantifiable quantum substance for all things including that of peace or anxiety. These are not just ideas even though that's how we conjure them up and we believe it is just some attitude of an idea without form. But no, each has a vibrational frequency which attracts substance to form. What we expect to experience is completely up to us. So, what we actually experience has been approved of by our authority to attract what we actually believe into our lives.
1: This can be really difficult, though, right? I mean, so many people uh, that we hear from, even they live under the negative influence of others. Maybe they're in a hard place. There doesn't seem to be any way out, you know. So that what they end up expecting each day it ends up having little to do with what they want and everything to do with what they're expecting from those difficult people around them i hope that
0: made sense yeah it does you know people forming lives forming their ideas their attitudes their thoughts yeah um well so your loud, environment.
1: right yeah. i mean sometimes that environment can be so loud and and deafening almost
0: that's another way that the mother with five kids says i've lost my mind
1: right and they have
0: it <laughs> they, they took it <laughs> they took it you know i yeah. realize that those who are under the influence of say threats of loss fear of violence mm-hmm. um just the chaotic energetics of a household or worry for loved ones, doubt of success ever showing up. You know, they don't want to hear this. I mean, there was a time when I didn't either the egoistic self, look, it actually doesn't like to take responsibility for anything. Nothing's my fault. So it would rather stay home and just eat what it wants, sleep what it wants, have somebody take care of everything and rub its pitiful little head and just say, there, there, honey. Now you just sit down and watch television and I'll take care of all your problems for you. But it, it look, it doesn't matter how long we cry and moan or how sad and desperate we act. The creative substance for advancing the mind, body, and soul is not going to do that for us. The energetics for joy and happiness, abundance, health, and peace is not attracted by circumstances. It's not attracted by need, actually. There there is only one thing that the abundant life is attracted to, to become more. And that is the power of kinetic belief, which is faith. And and I don't look, when I say faith, I don't mean the religious kind of faith. I'm talking about an unwavering belief that is not double-minded, that has constructed its subjective beliefs while allowing for the objective world around them. Now, to do this, we have to accept that one, you see, is not the other, that there are two different things that are going on here. The, the universe already contains every possible outcome. It already exists. Every good thing that anyone could ever choose. Creation and all that it will ever become already is. And it's up to us to reach for the stars and to keep reaching and keep reaching and keep reaching while never stopping to reach, but continuing to reach for every possible imaginable star to become us. It's up to us to put the words of our beliefs into the uh, conscious expectations of our souls. Look, it's up to us to believe it and to put action with our belief, any action toward it, so that the the power of manifesting belief can work into our lives. You know, but Steve, but Steve, I just don't feel like doing it. I'm too busy figuring things out. You know, I got too much to do because all my my country friends are coming over tonight <laughs> besides after that i know i'm going to be just too tired to even think about all this stuff i'm just too overwhelmed with trying to have a good time that i'm telling you to get ready for an entire lifetime of defeat and of lack and of less rather than more because there are look they're very real uh, negative energetics that are going to attract more of the same to come against you, mm. that's going to then take from you while manifesting the substance of worry and doubt and fear. Mm. Expected.
1: So we really do have to do the action or the work of making these quality decisions. I mean we can't just keep doing life the way we've always done it and expect those circumstances
0: to change. That's exactly right. You know, this is the effort of creation. We're Mm -hmm. building a blueprint for our beliefs to manifest. And without effort, defeat, lack, anxiety, doubt, depression, all of those things which are the destructive opposite of the substance of peace, for example. All of those things are going to be uh, attracted into our lives. And these things are the default for human existence. They are not the ambitions of life, but they're the default of decay. And the human being, while having this natural experience, can only sustain the containment for one or the other. In other words, peace and destruction cannot coexist one is life and the other one is death and within the creative realm they well it's like oil and water i mean it simply is not possible for the frequency of those two energetics to coexist one with the other look in the same way that a, a tree cannot both expand its life and die at the same time i mean it's it's either growing to advance and reflect more of its original genius of purpose or it's diminishing under the abject persuasion of dispassionate decay you know as a human creative we choose life by resisting thoughts rooted in doubt worry and fear mm-hmm. There is a certain sense of madness that just comes from not knowing what to choose in life. I mean, twisted imaginations will lead you on this chase of all of these frivolous pursuits. And they are frivolous because the nature of twisted imaginations is to change.
1: Yes. Isn't that it? As soon as we think we've got something figured out, if we haven't constructed our pursuits from, from the original genius of purpose, we're just going to be prone to changing our minds again and again. We we just go around in circles.
0: Oh, yeah. Have you ever known anybody go around in circles?
1: <laughs> I would never. No.
0: <laughs> well, have, have you ever seen a greyhound dog race?
1: Have, On television, Well, <laughs> not in person. Well, they,
0: look, they run around a racetrack by mm-hmm. instinctively chasing after this uh, mechanical lure that's suspended above the ground. And,
1: oh, it's a rabbit, isn't it? Like well, just a it looks
0: just like a rabbit, yeah, and they're trained to chase that. Yeah. The instinctive imagination of the greyhound, I mean, it's chasing a rabbit, and the mm-hmm. journey is then for the one rabbit... And they chase after the one rabbit. That's in their mind. And get the rabbit, get the rabbit, get the rabbit. The adventure is for that one imagination. <laughs> well, how many rabbits do you have? Mm. Do you ever catch the rabbit? Mm. Or do you lose interest after the first turn and run after some a beetle or a passing butterfly or a <laughs> piece of paper, a napkin blowing across the a road? squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Beware of the mm. madness of double-mindedness. How do we do this? Well, first of all, pay attention. Pay attention to your chosen life path. The power of kinetic belief will empower you to live a fearless life of manifesting solutions to every obstacle that should ever show up in life. For the creative that is paying attention to their articles of belief, a life that is immersed in peace is not the exception, it's the rule. Now, it may be if you're not new to the manifesting power of kinetic belief that you already know what your purpose is, but it's not just enough to know it. Look, we we have to meditate on it and keep stirring it up and keep our attention trained on it because there are so many life distractions. And we do this day after day and every day and every morning and throughout the day and in the evening and right on to bed we go, stirring it up and training our attention on it until enlightenment arises into our consciousness. Mm -hmm. But it's then and only then that circumstances dynamically begin to change and and there's a manifestation that's taking place as the substance of change is being attracted into our lives and real change is now forming in our lives look giving daily attention to journaling the intimacy of self is a type of undivided attention and it's not it's not necessarily easy either is it I mean it this all of this takes a determined effort and that's what we need to continually remind ourselves that you can't do this just one time. It really does require effort. It requires us to watch diligently over our awareness, for example, and refuse to give our attention to any thought that is contrary to our affirmations. We choose to think only thoughts that agree with our unique identities, and that's it. That's our choice. And we do this how by casting down imaginations and everything that entices the false ego. And we do it by holding firm to consciousness that agrees with our original self.
1: You know, I can just hear somebody right now and they're thinking, my original self what the heck? How, how do I know that? And, and I'm thinking, if you don't know your purpose, then you have to get the workbook off the website. I mean, it's just a 12-page or so journey that's going to help you to reveal, to uncover, uh, unmask that original genius of purpose. You know, the reason we're here on this planet, we have to know why we're here to know how to believe, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, exactly. Here's the conundrum. We cannot pay attention to our original purpose if we're continually flooding our senses with things that just violate our sense of identity. If it's owning a successful business, if it's having a a great marriage, attracting lots of money, being healed of a disease, whatever it may be that aligns with the expression of your abundant life, once you have determined that mission within your soul, don't let anything disengage your kinetic beliefs for those things. And, And I'll just tell you this, that we cannot bring every thought into the captivity of our chosen beliefs, if we're continually feeding on hours and hours and hours of of contradictory television or media of any kind. Mm. Now, you may say or think that you know the difference, but I'm telling you, your soul does not. And so this is where the discipline of decisions comes into play in our lives. We have got to make some quality decisions regarding what we choose to pay attention to. I mean, we've got to ask ourselves, for example, am I going to just do what comes easy, whatever is convenient or appears to be most expedient for me? Or am I going to champion the things that advance me to attract my desires into my life? Because if then, if you decide to champion those uh, forward thinking things, that's when you've got to turn off all of those negative, destructive things that you've been watching and talking about and meditating on and start spending time with your meditative imaginations, those highest viewpoints for life in order to attract the opportunity for those things to manifest. And they will come. The, the second thing that actually is so vital for enjoying this blast of abundance into this <laughs> yes. life is for us to be quiet in times of trouble. Oh my goodness. Because look, our words... They're quantitative, constructive, or to be destructive, and they have creative power. They are always creating, and they're either for us or against us. And most people don't realize this. So when, when most people hear some good news, for example, that they've received the promotion or the raise or just about any type of great news, what's one of the first things that they do? They ruin everything by talking about how they've been defeated in that area in the past Mm. and how, you know, they never win anything. They never get anything. I mean, they begin reconstructing the good thing to become something bad. Mm. So here's some advice. Don't do that. Don't do it. Even if those thoughts are flying through your mind, don't give voice to them. Like my mother used to say, don't say anything if you can't say something good. Right. I mean, just cast down those negative thoughts and don't speak until you can agree with the abundance that you're seeing beginning to manifest into your life. You know, just agree with it. This is the battle for every creative creator who's got authority and dominion. Because we are, after all, the final authority that's determining the experiences that we're going to have in this life. Rather than focus on the problems in life, we, we install into the conscious subjective reality all the reasons why what we desire are going to fit perfectly into existence for us. The successful KB Creative learns lessons from the truth of creative energetics rather than the destructive path yeah. of uh, the experiential knowledge.
1: I've got to say, once, once you get this, it, it doesn't just leave you, does it? You know, like you always tell us, kinetic belief knowledge, it becomes you. It's, mm. it's revelation knowledge. It transforms us. We are changed. We're going through this metamorphosis, if you will, mm. into this new creature. But, but it's the creative energetics that's actually changing our circumstances. Yeah,
0: you know, enlightenment is the greatest teacher.
1: Yes. Well, yeah.
0: Learn lessons from the storyteller of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And because if we can't say something good, if we haven't grown strong enough in our chosen perspective for conscious reasonings to respond with words of belief, then we should not say anything at all. Mm -hmm. You ever regretted saying something? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) The bias of creation is eternally identified as the universal desire of love. Life is love. Growth and advancement is love. And all that favors the expansive display of love is light, the giving source of all things. Love's not going to force us to be quiet and to stop talking to stop believing uh, all of those contradictions to life. (laughs) I mean, on the contrary, we've been created in the image of the desire for abundance with the same abilities to dynamically choose life or destruction. Mm. In the presence of now, we've been given choice. We can choose what to believe or not. Somebody says, well, I don't believe that. Well, that's what you believe. (laughs) Case in point. We cannot opt yeah. out of our nature to believe, believe it or not. We come into the natural as believers. Everything is a belief. When we, we can choose to affirm our beliefs with gratitude or focus on our present circumstances, whatever they may be. We can choose to be quiet about those circumstances, or we can talk, 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 and talk about how awful they are and how pitiful they are, how pitiful we are, and how nothing ever seems to work out. I mean, it's totally up to us. Yes. And if we'll make the right choices and choose peace on earth, it'll become more than just a pretty phrase on some kind of gift card, right? Yes. I mean, it'll become a powerful personal reality in every area of our lives. What's disrupting your peace right now in your life? Journal your chosen reality concerning your situation and look, when you're tempted to say things like, I don't think I'm ever going to get everything done, or I just can't afford to buy what I need, stop yourself before you even start to say those things and replace them with the truth of what's possible. And say things like, I can do and have anything that I should choose to desire and receive into my life. I mean, it's always up to me. Then be quiet. Be quiet and refuse to ever again complain or say anything that contradicts your chosen articles of faith.
1: Wow, you know, you began the podcast by asking us if we've ever known someone that just always seems to have it all together and I feel um. like when we implement these things you're teaching us today, we we get to be that person. We can be that person that yeah, I have it all together all the time because I'm a kinetic believer and I know how to, you know, it's not knowing the the straightest line from A to B, it's knowing how to navigate, how to how to navigate successfully that journey that we're all
0: on surprise surprise you do know someone and it is the most intimate (laughs) intimate relationship you could possibly have love it right you know with knowledge comes peace yes don't here's the deal don't delay in your search for your genius of purpose anymore mark twain said the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why Mm, absolutely yes why you're here. Why you're here. Let's work on some highest viewpoints. Yes, I'm ready. Affirmations. You ready to do this? Uh,
1: Take it to the next level. Let's lay our
0: hearts out here right now. Okay, you ready? Say, I am a river of peace. I am a
1: river of peace.
0: And well-being.
1: And well-being. And
0: my substance of peace And my
1: substance of peace
0: Is abundantly washing through me.
1: Is abundantly washing through
0: me. I unconditionally accept. I
1: unconditionally accept.
0: Love and celebrate myself.
1: Love and celebrate myself. For
0: who I am. For who I am. I recognize. I recognize. And I am I'm so grateful.
1: And I'm so grateful for the
0: abundance that's constantly flowing into my life. For
1: the abundance that's constantly flowing into my life.
0: For my centered place of peace. From
1: my centered place of with peace. With
0: every breath I take. With
1: every breath I take.
0: I'm aware of my sense of peace. I am
1: aware of my sense of peace.
0: And love.
1: And love.
0: I dwell in a state of peace. I,
1: mean, I dwell in a state of
0: peace. And love. Because I am.
1: Because I am.
0: Peace and love.
1: Peace and love.
0: I exist as an island of calm.
1: I exist as an island of calm.
0: Even when I'm in a sea of chaos. Even
1: in a sea of chaos.
0: At this moment.
1: At this moment. Right now. Right now. All is well. All is well.
0: I live with peace and serenity.
1: I live with peace and serenity.
0: For I am peace and serenity.
1: For I am peace and serenity.
0: I am so thankful and I appreciate all of the beauty.
1: I'm so thankful and I appreciate all of the beauty
0: that surrounds me now. That
1: surrounds me now.
0: I embrace love.
1: I embrace love.
0: While letting go of fear.
1: While letting go of fear.
0: While letting go of doubt.
1: Letting go of doubt.
0: And letting go of worry.
1: Letting go of worry.
0: And the substance of peace. And
1: the substance of peace gently
0: soothes with silence.
1: It gently soothes with silence. My
0: mind, body, and soul.
1: My mind, body, and soul. Wow, powerful podcast today. The presence of peace. I love it. If you want to check out the Genius of Purpose workbook, you can do that at stephencanyon.com. It's just a few pages, and it's downloadable. And you can also see the guided journal there, and we are adding new resources all through the month of November. So continue to check that out as well.
0: Meg and I are sending out so much joy and love and happiness and peace, the presence of peace, to all the UKB creatives all around the world.
1: so grateful for each and every one of you, and grateful for you, Stephen, and thanks, as usual, for all the wisdom.
0: Bye.